that good? I think so. Sounded all right uh, to me. Let's, uh, let's, I don't know how to open. Um, hmm, no. Uh, okay. It's opinions are cheap. Dot Cameron slash Chad. There you go. If I go to that URL right now, opinions are cheap. Dot Cameron slash Chad. Dot org. We're having trouble finding that site. (laughs) We got got some homework to do. We have some homework. We can't actually get there. However, I like the URL. Back to the drawing board. Uh We'll draw a different URL. Oh, so before before we get into the topic, um, we got our first piece of opinions for cheap fan art. Yeah, Richard drew us a fucking banana. No, he didn't. I know. I'm just fucking with you, Richard. He drew uh, the dog welder. He did. And it's on the Facebook page, so you can see it if you go to facebook.com slash Cameron. No. That- Facebook.com slash PG slash opinions are cheap. Um, or no, Facebook.com slash opinions are cheap. I actually don't see it on here, though. I, no, I'll find it. I don't know it. if you uploaded me... it right, or if, like, I can view it, but I have to go into, like, my inbox notifications. Or our inbox notifications, since we share moderator privileges. Now there's no messages to view, so I don't even know how to view it anymore. My internet's acting funny, and the page won't load. It's a visitor post. Like, I can see it. I'm looking at it right now. I don't know how... I don't know how I make this... Did he, like, add us? Like, where, Richard, what did you do? I saw it. Where did it go? The great thing about this picture, too, is that it's the two stupid dogs. Yeah, the dog will refused himself to it. Like, um... it's a great piece of fan art. I just don't know. I, I feel like it didn't get quite shared properly, because I don't know how to how to make people see it. When I checked it on my phone, it was on the page, and now it's not. More options. I don't want to delete it. This is horrible podcasting. Richard, you fucked up. This is your fault. What is going on? My phone's buzzing. I'm scared. It's probably fine. I'm scared. You sent a photo to Opinions Are Cheap. (laughs) Hey, it's this. Okay, so you sent this now. Why? That's I don't know. I... Everything Facebook sucks. They're they're Russian and stupid, and I can't figure out how to do anything. And then and then people are posting alien stuff, and I'm just like, man, alien covenant still sucked in it. Um. So okay, inbox. Mark is done. No, that deleted it. Oh. Now I'm just angry, and I'm gonna have to. I'm so gonna cut if this whole I go opening. to our page, how do I get there? And then and then post is me. <clears throat> So I click this, go to me, and then I, I upload a picture. How do I upload a picture? Here we go. What should I upload? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna test this. Let's see if this works. Okay. What should I upload? Um, a picture of a of a thing. I have no good pictures of anything. I don't. Everything is horrible. So again, the fun can be found at https <laughs> colon. Backslash yeah, is... backslash www.facebook.com backslash opinions are cheap backslash. Okay, let's see if this works. I posted a picture of my Piccolo action figure. Okay, now I see. Now I see the 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 dog welder one. Oh, there it is, and I don't see a pickle. I this is... post. Does it show up? <laughs> no, but there's dog welder. Do, you, do Facebook, we have to like approve it? Facebook is the best website. This is so stupid. I've been using Facebook for a long time. How do I not know how to use this? So I got a thing of rosé wine. And I thought it was one serving because it looks like a milk thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's a little thing. So I drink the whole thing. And then on the side it says, this is like three glasses. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, I didn't want to drink that much. (laughs) Well, you know, it's Thursday and that's what happens on a Thursday. (laughs) Ooh, so what are we going to talk about today? I am really annoyed that, that Facebook's all fucked up. Why is this not posted? If I write a I'm comment, gonna, will it post? I'm going to be posting a lot of funny pictures to Facebook while you talk. Okay, I, I, I'm going to try one more one more test. I responded to my picture with a word. Does it show up now? 
It does. Maybe. It does. Okay, I figured it out. So if we comment on something, or, or oh no, no, it's not in the feed though, because I just clicked on the feed and it's not there. Everything is is cancer. What do we want to talk about? This is stupid. This is this is this, this is the worst. Well, you picked a topic, right? I th we 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 talked about topics. I thought we picked one. I we, I guess we were going to talk about event comics or event comic things because I actually got around to seeing. Uh, Infinity War. That's the movie. Yeah. So we could talk about we could talk about that. See if so, we get an hour out of it. Do you remember that Nickelodeon cartoon Doug? Yes. Didn't um, like that cartoon. Do you remember that one where it was like a rainy day, so Doug and his friend were uh doing they were they were writing comic books and, and Doug had that character that he did. Yeah, he's got like a belt on his head. <laughs> yeah, Quill Man. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh um, did it better around his neck because he was into bondage. Yeah. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I we don't. should do a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. But we could do a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. I remember um, watching that show. But anyways, his friend Skeeter wanted to like, hey, I want to make a comic book character too. So they ended up writing a superhero thing together. And Quill Man was always like really grounded. Like he does not have a lot of powers. And most of his conflict is like a metaphor for Doug's life. Mm-hmm. But Skeeter comes in and he like comes up with the silver Skeeter that is like more powerful than Superman. Because this it's just is vaguely it, familiar. He's just like hyperactive, so it's like, oh, there's a tornado. So he can just like go as fast as the tornado backwards and cancel it out. And he kept like really bugging Doug that every conflict that comes up, the silver Skeeter can just make it go away. So he kept writing that there were side effects to like oh he went too fast and it's a reverse tornado. And like he had to keep escalating it, and they ended up having a fight about it. But then the kids at school found this comic book, and they're reading it, and it's like it was kind of cool how these two different, very different characters bounced off each other. And okay. it was neat that they came together to like complement each other's shortcomings. And it was a it was an interesting episode because I remember as a child watching this and really thinking about uh like writing and character dynamic in a way that it's never been presented before like i always took stories for granted sure and so that's why i don't like civil war and i do like infinity war i don't remember a whole lot about civil war other than there was a cool fight scene on i want to say like an airport yeah it's like civil war all the conflict felt completely arbitrary I remember like every, at the time liking it, and I can't remember what any of it is. Every, um, at the time I didn't. I was kind of like, oh wow, I'm done with Marvel movies, I guess, because that was awful. It It's like everyone that picks a side, it felt like they flipped a coin. Like there's nothing actually motivating someone to say yes or no to the accord or whatever. Sure. And what kind of bugged me about that is how they have all these interesting characters, and then none of them interact in an interesting way. Other than with and, punches. Yeah, and it's fun to have him punch, but it's like, who really cares? I mean, that's really the the crux of this is that, oh man, event comics suck because all it really is is 20 pages of everybody punching and no reason to care. But, like with uh, Infinity War, it was kind of fun. They pulled it off because they leaned into what's fun about the character dynamics. Like, it, you, you want people to just show up and punch each other, but it's kind of neat to see... Um, certain things happen in a way where it's like, oh, those two actually get along. That's that's an interesting thing to think about. Well, Infinity War also had uh, Thanos going for it, where like, they had like a really good core villain at the center of everything, so they could always come back to Thanos for a little bit and kind of like ground the absurdity with the, with the heroes. That's true. There was actually a plot, and that didn't happen in Civil War. The best thing in Civil War was to introduce Black Panther, and I walked out going like, when's that Black Panther movie... Yeah, and then we got a Black Panther movie, and it was pretty good. And then he died, so they had to cancel Black Panther 2 next summer. Yeah, that was pretty pretty silly, the characters they killed off. <laughs> I, I killed off my goblin in my Warcraft comic. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And the and the cow took all of his Taco Bell, and she, so like the final panel is like, he's dust in the wind, and she just has two burritos now. Yeah, that was a good one. Actually, it's funny because I hadn't seen the movie when that came out, so I didn't quite get the joke. But I, I thought it was funny that like he mysteriously died, and she's just like, "Oh, sweet, more Taco Bell." <laughs> See, I feel like it works on more than one level. 
I actually, I spoiled the movie for someone really bad. Oh, really? Because they were like, I, I think I might have had too much wine again. And they're like, I don't get this. Is this referencing something? Everyone's turning to dust and disappearing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So then I, I found a bootleg scene where Spider-Man dies on YouTube. Oh, no. And it's called, and it's like the, the thumbnail is like a dying Spider-Man in Iron Man's arms. And it's like, uh, Spider-Man dies. <laughs> the mm-hmm. title of the video. Mm-hmm. And so I sent that to him. It's like, it's from this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like is this from the movie i was like yes i was like i haven't seen the movie yet like oh no you know one thing that sean luke brought up on a comic stash podcast is that if if a spoiler like that is all it takes for you to like ruin a movie then the, the character development and the character pathos you have for them is kind of shit what's like, not it a hinges spoiler? on knowing or not knowing if they die or not to be to be invested but that's not a spoiler like, knowing that has nothing to do with the movie. I don't know what people's problem is. People are so freaking stupid. I don't, I don't know. Get I it. think you watch the movie. If you know going in that Spider-Man dies, and he's got a lot of scenes in the movie, you're going to be like, oh, he dies before this movie's over. I mean, that changes your dynamic when you watch it. I Well, it might change your dynamic, but does it really enjoy... Or does it change how much you enjoy the movie? I mean, ideally, it wouldn't because you'd eventually forget because the movie would suck you in because it's got all these awesome characters and spectacle. Whether it does or not is kind well, it, of... It's know. not about forgetting, though, because every time I, I... If I watch Star Wars right now, it's exciting when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are fighting. And it's like, oh, here comes a cool scene where Obi-Wan dies. It's not like, oh, no, I, I can't remember what happens, and I hope Obi-Wan can... Oh, no! I mean, some movie... It's going to be like... I feel like Star Wars is a slightly different league... And that, like, that, that trilogy has withstood the test of time, whereas, whereas okay. this movie has just come out. Okay. How, uh, let me phrase it this way. Did, uh, how much of the movie was spoiled when you went to see it? Not a lot. Okay. I got, I, I, for some reason, avoided most of them. The only thing I really knew going in was that there was a big plot element involving the Vision and Scarlet Witch that was unnecessary because it's, it's like never built up anywhere else other than a little bit in, in, um, the second Avengers movie. And then I was like, ten years later, they're fucking. It's like, oh, I didn't see that coming, I guess. Okay. I had the whole movie spoiled. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I went- yeah, you did. I remember you looking it up and kind of talking about it, because you told me Hawkeye wasn't in it, and I was like, aw. So I had that spoiled. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm glad I'm not looking forward to the Hawkeye moment. Yeah. And I enjoyed the rest of the movie. Like, it- He'll be in the next one. He's probably going to make a Thanos-killing arrow, because apparently he does that in a comic once. <laughs> of course he does. He's like, I'm really smart. I made this green arrow that shoots Thanos and he dies because green is not purple. I'm a comic book character. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, uh, oh, boy. So speaking of comics, uh, we're talking about like events stuff. Um, I think, and, and Jean-Luc put it this way, but Infinity War, the movie really was just an event style story. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't think that could work. Like, every time they hinted at an Infinity Gauntlet, like, it's, a, it's in every single stinger. They're gathering the stones, you know where it's going. Then Thanos shows up, they're gathering stones. It's like, uh, I, I don't care. I'm not, I, I want to see Guardians 3 before that. Yeah. But I, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed Infinity War. I did too. I, I had a lot of fun. There's there's a I feel like there's a lot of problems with the movie that come from it being an event comic book movie. A lot of it has to do with power creep of the characters. And I brought this up on a comic stash. It's like uh, Doctor Strange can do those teleporty things and they can sever limbs with them. Why don't they just cut like Thanos's arms off? Then you can't use the gauntlet anymore. Or why doesn't Thanos just use like all of the stones all of the time because they make him super overpowered? Like, the fact that he got punched a little bit doesn't really make any sense if he has the reality stone, because it's just that strong. Well, there's that, but it's also, like, I, I like the sequence where Doctor Strange and Thanos are fighting, because Thanos actually is, like, using each of the stones. It's a, it's a great fight sequence. It just, it feels like but Thanos it's like should he be never, way stronger than what he is. But he also, he never does that to anyone else. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it's cool when he kind of, he gets angry, so he, like, blows up the moon and throws the whole moon at Iron Man. And it's like, yeah, that was cool. You can do even more than that if you wanted to, but you just don't. And then you'd slip up and get, like, grabbed or whatever. It's a, 
every single there's i I don't know how many dozens of plot holes in it i feel like that's every it's it's your anime problem too it's like goku goes to fight a person and it's like why don't you just open with the kamehameha because that that's what you're going to use to kill him we all know it is yeah i mean it's just why every single action and every single decision characters make is just so that there's a cool action sequence later Mm -hmm. and if you understand that and appreciate it they do that well yes but it's like, I don't think you could show this to a film critic and they'd walk away going like, oh, yeah, it was insightful. And the other thing, too, is that when it comes to event stuff, the character development and character growth is largely done in the res- in their respective issues or in this case, the respective movies. And so this is the payoff to all of that. So, I mean, I go into this movie going, there's not going to be any character development or largely none because there's no fucking room for it. There's like 20 characters. Then the fact that they did something kind of interesting with Rocket, where he's trying to be like a good person, it's like, oh, I'm I'm the captain in this scenario with these three people. I have to be the captain, and he tries and fails at it, but you know, be, being nice, to me, was a really good good moment for him. It's funny I liked because that. I liked honestly, I really liked how Spider Man kind of proved himself to Iron Man a little bit. Yeah, there's like there's good stuff like that throughout the movie that I think yeah. elevate it above at least the comics I've read as far as event comics go because those are largely fucking terrible. And none of that happened in Civil War. It's like they shoehorn Spider-Man in in the like quickest way possible, and it's so like if you go back and watch that now, it's really weird. Because it just feels like the scene is out of place, and they had to put that there so that when Spider-Man shows up, it's not confusing. It's funny, I haven't seen Civil War since it came out. I've seen it once in theater, and I know the year it came out when we were doing like our top ten movies, I, I put it pretty high because I was like, there was a cool fight scene, dot, dot, dot. Well, you're going to hell. And I don't remember anything about that movie. You don't <laughs> take your top ten list scene. seriously. It's funny, though, because part of my me wanted to bring this up because of, of the event comics I've been reading lately, mostly from DC, where, like, Batman Metal was terrible. Because the idea is, like, all of the multiverses in the DC universe, and there's a lot of them, or maybe there's only 52, it's hard to tell. Like, they've all spawned an evil Batman, and he's teamed up with a bad guy named Barbados, and they're going to take over the, the topmost universe because apparently they're infinite, or maybe 52 but in, like, a stack. Like, the best one's at the top. And then all the characters gotta get together to fight the bad guys, but then they all gotta break apart to find their own separate things so they can fight the bad guys. And then they come together and fight the bad guy, and then they win. And it was it was horrible. But the plot structure to it is kind of funny, because it, it really is in Infinity War, where it's like, they come together, they have to split up, you know, like, we gotta go get this stone, we're gonna go guard this stone. Thanos is gonna come take him anyways, because he has to. And it's weird how, like, you can just see the tropes and, like, the writing on the wall, like, as you're going into it. Like, this is the this structure it's largely going to be. But Infinity War really sells the structure because it has way better writing, for one. But then it has that really interesting villain who's got at least some kind of philosophical and emotional core behind what he's doing instead of, I'm evil Batman, I want to kill the world because I'm evil Batman. What would make a good event comic? Um, I feel like less is more, and so if you want to do an event comic, only bring like four heroes together instead of all of them. Or even two. Like a buddy cop thing for a bit. What about... I? You know, I think... Hmm, when I think about these crossovers, like I have a... I have a really soft spot for any crossover. I just sent you that link to like, there was a leaked photo about Marvel versus, um, what was it? Um, well, that's, that's the Taylor Swift one. Let me it didn't up. link. That's weird. It didn't, yeah, it didn't hide in hyperlink. I have to copy and paste it. Marvel versus Costco. It's Marvel versus Costco wholesale coming to PS4 and Xbox one and PC in spring. So it's like, okay, I would buy that because I just love crossovers. But when I think about a story, I kind of want crossovers to happen in one issue. Like my favorite issue of Rom Space Knight is the one where he meets uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. And like the whole city's after him, but those two believe him and they help him escape. 
and it works in one issue, and that's it. And it's a fun read. I don't think it needs to overstay its welcome. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you go a bit longer than that. You you can do a lot more. In, you you need the page space to do interesting character stuff if you want to do interesting character stuff, anyways. Um, Dark Knight's Metal was six issues, but there was a ton of spinoff stuff. I mean, it was all pretty bad. But it's like this. It's weird. Like at first, you're like, "There's not six issues worth of stuff," and then by issue five, there's like, "Okay, there should probably be like another. There should be like eight issues here because there's not enough room to wrap this up." And then they 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 force the end really fast, and so the last issue is rushed. And it's like there's got to be some kind of in between here. Like you could do this in four really solid issues, and then cut half the cast out. Hmm. I'm thinking about. Uh, I I remembered now another. A crossover event I liked was um the Mega Man and Sonic the Hedgehog. There's a Mega Man Sonic the Hedgehog crossover. There were two. The first one was really good though. Is this like a comic book or is this a video game or? Uh, the comic series. Okay. And they wrote the characters really well. Doctor Robotnik and Doctor Wily literally just had mutual respect for each other. That's cool. Like it was not a I I'm scheming and I will defeat him or whatever. It's like they just accidentally met dimensions and like hey we're both good at making robots and we hate these uh, blue heroes that keep blowing up our robots. Maybe we can make this work out. And yeah. it's like not much more than that. And it's fun. They have a lot of fun character moments. I think that was also like six issues long. My favorite crossover was Jimmy Neutron and uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Those were good. Weren't those great? <laughs> they kept making them too, and it's like every one was fun. Jimmy's so smart, he can't realize that the one guy's got Fairly God Parents. He's just like, oh, they're robots that could warp reality. He must be really smart. It's like, no, dude, that guy's a dumbass. Oh, man. I, I hate Jimmy Neutron. Really? Oh. Uh, I think I the only thing I like is uh these like weird parody things you find on the internet where they really like break down the franchise a bit. I remember really liking Jimmy Neutron. I haven't gone back and watched any of it in a long time, though I do have the first movie on DVD somewhere. I like Drake and Josh. I like Drake and Josh. I remember those shows. I enjoyed a lot of those old Nickelodeon shows. Like I was like the perfect age for Drake and Josh and iCarly and all that stuff. And then I could tell I was starting to get a little too old for it when, like, Victorious came out, and then the, the the couple other shows that were like, let's take the shitty characters from all these and put them together into the same show. That works, too. No, it doesn't, because they're the shitty characters. That's pretty fun to me. It was like Sam from iCarly and the dumbass from Victorious. Are we going to talk called. about this show every episode? <laughs> I was going to say, I think we talked about this last week, didn't we? <laughs> I drink when we do this, and I was like, did I mention this on a comic stash? Or did I mention it on this on this show, or did I just talk to my brother about this? Like, don't, y'all confuse me. We should, uh, we should do an iCarly episode. Oh, we could do an iCarly. I'd have to rewatch some episodes, though, because it's been a fucking oh, long time. You know, if it's on YouTube, let's do an iCarly watch along next time. That sounds fun. I like that idea. <laughs> Two okay. fucking grown ass men watching a show for teenagers. I'm sorry, we had um, we had some good ideas for future shows. We're gonna do iCarly. What was the other one? There was more. Yeah, we had something else like right before we started. It was like, oh, that would be a good idea. Did we? I don't know. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll catch it when I edit. There you go. Um, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I'm complaining so, about us talking about a, a show for teenagers when we did like a My Little Pony episode. I I didn't want to point that out, but it's pretty funny. No, I I, mean, it's like I gotta point it out. I'd, I'd feel bad if I didn't. Man, um, season eight has been fucking terrible. For anyone that wanted that update. That's a shame. It doesn't have to be. Man, every character is a fucking idiot. They're all going to school. Twilight built a school, and it's like making everybody dumber. And I appreciate the <laughs> dramatic irony, but I don't think it's on purpose. <laughs> oh, There's okay. weird fucking porn coming out of it, too. Holy shit. Like, the last week's episode, I know no one gives a fuck, but you, you see Sunburst 
who's this guy who's friends with Starlight Glimmer. You probably don't know who he is. He's kind of orange. He's kind of a nerdy wizard. And then he meets his mother, and he doesn't like his mother because she's overbearing. And so, of course, all of the porn is, like, him fucking his mother, and his mother, like, telling him what to do. That's great. And it's just, it's so awkward, and he, he's just like, Mom! And she's like, no, deeper. Oh, dude. And there's a visual. Everybody gets to have now. Sharing is caring. Gay. So, I, okay, I did a quick search for the worst events in comic book history. Hmm. And this one, this place on the, uh, it's CBR.com. For number two, they put the death of Superman. I kind of have to disagree with that. I haven't read that one. Um, they also put number three is Superior Spider-Man. I didn't think that was like a top ten worst list. Do you, do you want to talk about any good ones? I mean, we um, covered Infinity War. There's there's that Batman. Like the, it was ah uh, not Miller, isn't it? Where like it was uh, Batman and Superman get to fight each other. Four issues made into a cartoon. It's kind of okay. what made it, it helped ruin Batman because it got really popular and that made Batman like out to be the edgy badass. And so all the other comics going forward made Batman an edgy badass. Oh, that ring any bells? Uh, no. I want like I want to say it was Mark Miller Batman. I could maybe it's Frank Miller. This is this is a bad podcast. Oh, Secret Wars. People like Secret Wars. I remember people talking about Secret Wars. Yeah, that's a that's one that's kind of um. I I don't know that that would work well in a movie, but it's like that the rate they're going, we're gonna get a Secret Wars movie. My my neighbor, like who he reads a lot of uh, comic books. I remember him talking about there being a, there was a Marvel event where all of the villains ended up becoming like the superheroes, and so they like it was like the villains took over. So whoever like Green Arrow's or not Green Arrow, Hawkeye's big villain was like he became Hawkeye, and then, and then so they they there was like and then like the evil guy for Iron Man got like the Iron Man suit. And so then they were, like, saving the world, but they were still being bad guys, so they'd, like, kill civilians, like, every once in a while, too, just for fun. They'd be like, oh, we killed all the aliens, and then, like, those three dudes over there who got too close. Mm-hmm. And that sounded pretty fun. Can't remember what it was called. Okay, so I just, um, I looked it up. Uh, iCarly ran for 97 episodes. That's a lot. That's a- three away from syndication. You get yeah. 100, and you get, why would they not do those last three? Just push it. Isn't that they, bizarre? They could have done like three recap episodes. I don't know. The last season was awful. Um, but yeah, if they did three like clip shows and fit those in before the final episode, I goodbye, then they could have had a really good. Uh... Oh well. I remember that last one. I, I I thought that one ended well from the little bits and pieces. Oh, Sam and Cat was the spinoff. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. That was some, that was fucking awful TV. Dude. I hate that I have opinions on that show. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, we're going to, yeah, I'm going to find it on YouTube too. Where's the iCurly? Um, we have to stop drinking before we do these shows. <laughs> It's not my fault. There was a person, a friend of a family was over, and he's just like, his favorite thing to do is drink beer. And then so I had like a bunch of booze before I came here, and then I'm drinking more booze. And I'm probably going to go back over there and hang with him some more and drink more booze, so tomorrow's going to suck. That sounds good. I mean, what else am I going to do? Watch Bob Ross? Um, so, it looks like, uh, yeah, there's some episodes here on YouTube we could watch. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to have a fun episode next time. Oh, man, I typed in iCarly, and it's just like, hey, Miranda Cosgrove music, and you've listened to it already. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I did get drunk and did that, didn't I? 
<laughs> the mistakes I've made for everybody to know. So we're talking about event comics. Mm-hmm. Um, do do you think there's room for these kind of movies like Infinity War? Like, is this the sort of thing that lightning strikes once? I don't know because you know DC sort of tried it with that Justice League movie, and then no one fucking cared about that. And then Marvel does it with their movie, and it makes like a billion dollars in a less than a month. And I think, honestly, I think the lightning stri- strikes once, but it, it's going to specifically strike for Marvel. I have a feeling that they're going to keep pumping these movies out, and they're going to make the right decisions every movie. They're going to phase out the characters people get bored of and add new ones. They'll do Avengers 5, and it's going to be Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Spider-Man, and then it's going to be like three other characters we haven't even been introduced yet. And people are going to want to fucking go and see it to see what they're doing. And the trade-off to to all of that is like all of the movies are going to feel very cookie-cutter because Kevin Feige's got his hands in them. They're going to follow very similar plot structures and have very similar tone. But they're always going to be consistently pretty good. Even if you get sick of them, you're still going to go see them because you're you're in for two hours of fun. And you'll be done. Have, like, oh, that was fun. Have you watched Iron Man 1 recently? I haven't seen Iron Man 1 in a very long time. I like that movie, but when you compare it to all the other movies, it is so painfully grounded in reality. I mean, yeah, that was before fucking Thor showed up with magic and Doctor Strange showed up and like they had a smaller budget because it was But, half but not just that. It's like even the technology, like they they strove to make sure everything looked practical. Oh, and it's yeah, like none of his fucking nano machine bullshit that just does what like, he thinks. And he's flying around, and, like, fighter jets are like, oh, there's an unidentified flying object. You have to land. And, like, the whole point was, like, he's fighting terrorists out in the Middle East. Yep. And it's, like, it's so far removed from everything that these series has become. And it's bizarre to go back in time and go, oh, they made a good Iron Man movie? It's funny to think, too, just from technology, like... Like, oh man, Iron Man made this fucking cool ass suit. This is the coolest piece of technology. And then Shield is like, hold my beer. Because like four <laughs> movies later, Shield shows up and they have like these giant fucking aircrafts that can fly. And then they hold smaller spaceships that can like turn on a dime, and you know aren't aren't anywhere realistic right now. Yeah, it's like Stark was the best, um, like weapons manufacturing. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh well, we have our own secret better stuff that we've been working on all along. It's like, okay. All right, and I think the the movies have largely done a good job in making you not really care about that because like it's not something I would think about until it's brought up or like okay I'll go back and rewatch this movie it's like oh man things were pretty different you know a decade ago but it's like well yeah of course they were it was a decade ago like the the series has evolved in a way that as you watch them in sequential order feels believable it's only when you go back you realize that they're sort of writing from the seat of their pants and. They can't go back and edit old movies because they're already made. Marvel movies are like anime. Yeah, they are. I don't like Bleach anymore. I thought that ended like ages ago. I oh, I mean like even the the original the episodes. Like I mean like my taste is when I watch Bleach, it's like oh this is awful. No, Bleach is pretty bad. I I, I watched the first like sixty episodes like a year and a half ago and. They were fun to like make fun of, like when we watch a Neil Breen movie, but they're not. It's not good <laughs> anime. Yeah. They, uh, oh well. Kimbachi is a cool character. I liked him. Everyone else sucked. Freaking Rukia gets like she's like this badass chick, and then like the second season hits and she gets captured. And, like oh, we got to save the badass chick, and she's just like in a in a tower the whole time, like fucking Peach. That what was, was that? that was terrible. Um, what was that knockoff Avengers movie? Justice League. That well, it's that studio. Um, you know the Asylum. Mm, that's familiar. The makers of Atlantic Rim <laughs> and Street Racer and Android Cop and What's Up with a big balloon and an old man and a little boy in it. This um, sounds like oh. Yeah, they oh, make transmorphers. 
Transmorphers. Yeah, I remember. I, I found out Transmorphers was a real thing. I used it in a book, and you're like, dude, that's a real thing. Because it was Transmorphers, the fall of man, and Transmorphers, the darkest moon, and... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, there's uh, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls. No, I like I like the idea of that. Paranormal entity, alien origin, Chopkick Panda, mm, Almighty mm, Thor, mm. snakes on a train. I would watch that. That would, that would be Aliens, terrifying. Aliens versus avatars. Kiara the Brave. There's uh, these are so shameless. The Asylum movie, Avengers movie, because they do they do these knockoff. Oh, okay, Avengers Grim. So, they they make these terrible knockoff movies. Um, but they made one called the Avengers Grim, where it's like an ensemble thing, and I think they actually made a sequel too. Where? Yeah, it's on Netflix actually. <laughs> Why is this... Ah, Why do these... Okay, I'm going to type in sequel. You know what my favorite event is? Super oh, Smash uh, Brothers. Avengers Grim Time Wars. Ah, boy. Oh, okay, so yeah, video games. Um, Smash Brothers is actually a lot of fun. In concept and execution. Smash Brothers is great. I play that game every week. What Friday. are you thinking about that new one? I hope it's I hope it's actually a new one, or if it's not, they put a they bring back all the good levels from Smash Brothers previous games. I think if it's not a new one, they need to Yeah, like basically bring back everyone missing. But they really need to like add stuff to it. I want Ice Climbers, I want I want Star Wolf back. I want, I want that, Pichu. Um... Sure. He was just a shitty Pikachu. And fighting Polygon Team. Yeah. I remember what Polygon <laughs> Team is. What? what you never played Smash Pol Brothers? Yeah. How how can you not know who Fighting Polygon Team is? Is that when you like you you fight the uh the NPCs? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I know what that is. Okay. What okay. I want that level, um it was like the big blue or whatever, it was a speed uh not speed racer. It would have all the, the 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 fast cars, and you fought on the cars, but you could land on the road and then swing, you know, die. And that was a really cool level because if you if you played a fast character, you could do some jumpy stuff. I mean, you get it. Actually, you know what was really fun was like if you were Sonic, you could actually run on the road and yeah, catch up like. There's nothing more satisfying than falling and being Sonic the Hedgehog and outrunning the stage to get back and just it was funny completely you, frustrate the other person playing. If you had a bunny hood, you could most characters could run along the road, and so it was like a, a fun game to play. Is just set like the items to just bunny hoods and play that level. Yeah, really. Or bunny hoods and, and bomb bombs, and then just throw bombs at each other. But I want all the goofy levels back. I fucking hate the new goofy levels. It's weird. Yeah, you know the the levels didn't really impress me. Um, I have almost, I have like half the levels in Smash Four turned off. I enjoyed pretty much all the new characters they put in, but the levels were a little uninspired. They're like either boring or there's too much going on. Yeah, there's never that happy medium where you kind of enjoy the gimmick. Yeah, it, it's always just like, oh, this guy's gonna show up and he's gonna shoot the level, and then like if you're anywhere near him, you're gonna die. It's like, oh, I, I really liked uh, the, the Nintendo 64 levels were good. I mean, they had to be because they they basically lived and died on their level design because the game didn't have like the room to do anything fucking crazy like have a Mega Man boss show up. Yeah, so now that they do that stuff, it it completely distracts from the uh, the core of what the game's supposed to be, and it's kind of a shame. The old Zebus level was cool because the platforms are well placed. But then it's like, oh, then lava shows up, and you have to like fight on the top platform, or you'll get hit by lava. Well, and I like the Pokemon level where like there's an interesting layout, 
and a Pokemon might show up in the middle. So it's like you have to you have to decide: Do you want to risk being thrown in where the Pokemon attacks, or do you fight on the edge of the map where you might fall off? Mm-hmm. There's not much more to it, and it, it worked. Yep. Now you got that like Rob level where it just keeps moving up and up and up, and there are bombs that like fall for some reason, and it's just so busy. And I don't like the color scheme. And there's ladders everywhere. I like the Meverse level where people just start drawing like horrible things. Then they turn then... Meverse off, and so now it's just it's just like a regular battle field level. Yeah, and it's weird. Like it's depressing. It's like a ghost town. I don't know. What do you think of the Nintendo Switch online service? I'm I'm like, part of me is just like, well, it's only 20 bucks a year, so who gives a shit? And the other part of me is like, you're charging for cloud saves? Fuck off. (laughs) Why didn't you have that in the beginning of, you know, when they launched the console, you assholes? That's like standard shit. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I'm uh, a little worried uh, that the new president is uh, going to focus a little too much on phones. Because hmm. he kind of said that he, he knows where the future of gaming is and he understands the importance of phones. Like in the same sentence almost. That's problematic. Yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> Haven't there been a handful of Nintendo phone games that have been like, eh? Yeah, they're they're fun. I mean, I, I like the Animal Crossing one. Um... Honestly, I liked the me one where it just kind of asked you questions and it's like, oh, we didn't get a good response. So we're shutting it down. And it's like, really? I Okay. Just like uh, lawbreakers. A lot of people like Fire Emblem. Um, People don't talk about the Mario one, but there's not more to do. Like once you beat it, you're done. Mm. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of things within the Nintendo universe that could fit well on a phone. You just have to not do like uh the like Final Fantasy all the bravest shit where it's just you tap a screen and it plays for you. Yeah, I don't really like that. Like if you make a game that's a game and you charge a couple bucks for it, that's fine. I have no problems with that. But I'm also like, hey, make a Animal Crossing game for the Switch. Like where's that? Like you think that would have been you think that's in the cards, right? Like it fits so well, it's fucking portable. I hope that they're announcing uh, some Switch games because there's not anything else coming out this year. Well, we're probably gonna get Smash Brothers, right? I uh, well, yeah, but if it's a Wii U game, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. It's gotta be more than that. There's no. I don't like, know. Thing, we're at least gonna have a couple new characters. I mean, they did just release Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the third time in a row. Mm, that's true. I'm like, I'm looking at that. There's like a big display at Walmart. When you walk in the door, it's like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze comes out today. And it's like, that was five years ago. I hate how like, like all of you, you subscribe to our new online thing, you'll get NES games for free, but not all of them right away. We're going to like add them as we go. It's like, you're just going to scour the internet for ROMs anyways. Just do it all in a day and then put the whole fucking library up. Well, yeah, but they're adding online play. Which it already exists, though. You can play online. No, you can't. Right now? Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Well, like, fucking Mario Kart online, right? No, I mean the NES games. Oh, they're adding it online to the NES games? Yeah, they're, they're adding new features. They're not just ROMs. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Now, let me raise the question. Do you really want to play Super Mario Brothers online? Fuck no. So, again, what are we waiting for? Just I don't want to play Super Mario Brothers at all, and if I do, I will vomit on my PC. <laughs> You can play that in browser. I don't have to download I... <laughs> anything. My brother played all of A Link to the Past in his browser, and he, like, it, it saved for him, too. It's just like, oh, we'll save it as a cookie. You're fine. <laughs> it's like, I'm not gonna, I don't need 20 bucks a, a month or a year to, to, to play a game I can play for free online that's old as shit and isn't worth money anymore. Like, it, it's fucked up to think that, but, like, the way video games age, like, the older they get, the, the the fall off in their value is huge. Just because technology moves so damn fast. Like I'm not crazy for thinking that, right? No, you certainly are not. Like I bought the rare replay thing because I wanted a way to play Conquer's Bad Friday without having to ROM it. 
and then it's like I'm paying like 40 bucks for this collection and I get a ton of other stuff, which I guess is cool. I really just want Conquerors, but I'm paying for convenience. I'm not paying for everything else. I'm not going to play any other shit. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny. I bought the uh, the Super Nintendo Classic, and it's like I mostly bought it so I could play Star Fox 2, and um, there's a couple games on there where it's like, you know, I might actually sit down and play them, but mostly I kind of just wanted to see if I could hack it and, like, treat it as a toy, where it's like, oh, you can put in your own, like, background for the menu and yeah, customize it. People have done it. really fun stuff with that. So it's like, okay, yeah, and it's like I spend more time playing with that stuff than actually you know, plugging it in and playing Super Mario World. Because it's mm. like, I've kind of conquered that game. I'm good. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's the thing. Like, I think there's Jim Sterling who's just like, I put all of the Sega games on this because there's a way to do that. <laughs> He's like, oh, it comes with 40 SNES games. I've put, I put another 100 on there. And then Sega games. And it's like, because you can do that. And why the fuck wouldn't you? Well, yeah, it's um, it's funny that Sega came out and announced a uh, Sega Genesis Classic, and I I went to Target and like they have a Sega Genesis already on the shelf, like they have a plug and play unit that's the same thing that they just announced. That's oh, really? been there. It's been there for three years. Like honestly, I got the portable version two years ago, and I keep it in my uh, in my suitcase. So when I go somewhere, I just open this pocket and there's a Sega Genesis in there that I can play in bed. Like, never, here's the thing about the Sega Genesis Classic is I feel like all of the best Sega Genesis games you can already get. For one thing, you can ROM. Or you can go into Steam and spend like $2 and get like all of the Sonic games. Yeah, they're really available. Yeah, it's not like Nintendo who keep that shit under lock and key. Sega's just like, no, if you want to play Vectroman, you can play Be- Vectroman. And then you go back and play Vectroman, and you're like, oh, this game's really hard and kind of clunky feeling. Why would I want to play this? Yeah. Because it's fucking ancient, and we learned a lot about how video games are made. Yeah, that's the other thing. Some of these games don't age that well. So, it's like when they, when they say, like, oh, look, remember having fun with Blank? And it's like, I do remember that. And you don't, like, actually want to do it again. You just have to have a good, positive memory. Like when they were re-releasing Pokemon Red and Blue on a uh, 3DS. Oh fuck, Kid Chameleon's on this. I remember that game. That game was cool. Um, I remember people that were so excited that they literally bought both Red and Blue versions, and they said, "I'm gonna play through both of them." And I was like, "Why? Same this game, dipshit." <laughs> it's the same game, but also it's not a good game. Like they've it made so many improvements to the series that there's not really a point to go back and like micromanage your inventory box and not have clear descriptions on attacks and some of them are buggy and don't do what they're supposed to do anyways like I I remember uh, the fun I had playing it and that's still there but there's no reason to go back and play it again sure it's funny um fuck I had an, I had a thing to say about that, and then it just, it just vanished, like like someone dying because Thanos killed him. Well, I did that Pokemon Gold Let's Play, where it's like I opened it, and the first thing I said was, "Who would want to watch this? What's the point?" And I just yeah, like end it. Early. I remember what it was. Freaking Soul Silver, right on the DS. I have that game. I played quite a bit of it. I'll probably never play it again because I really don't like turn-based RPGs. But it's like okay, you're bringing a Game Boy Advance, a Game Boy Color game to the Nintendo DS. There's certain things that would have been of nice if you had done, like uh, being able to put notes on the map on like what spawns where. Like you can't, you can't add notes to the maps. Why? Why can't you fucking add notes to the maps? This yeah, stupid. You got a touch like, I want to be able to do this. You have a touch screen. You have a virtual keyboard. It's like no. If I want to know what goes here, I have to like make myself fucking sticky notes. It's ridiculous. Can you do that in the new Pokemon games? Add notes. No, there's not that much to explore in the new ones. But even if even if there's not that much to explore, like you'd think you could be able to add fucking notes. So I don't know. It It's weird because where's the there it is. I I I, I kinda go back and forth on this where do I want to relive the experience as it was meant to be, or do I want a better experience that's been like 
kind of abbreviated because I've seen this before. And I, my point is, event comics are always bad. Yeah. I think that's where we're going. I remember when, when Captain America was a Hydra agent for 12 issues, and then and then a different Captain America showed up, and then he beat the evil Captain America up, and he's like, I am Captain America now. And then the Cosmic Cube showed up, and it was like, we undid everything except Black Widow's still dead for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, yay, yay, event comics are the best. <laughs> we did it. And then fucking Justice League No Justice is terrible. Two issues into that shit. What if a world had no justice, only a league? It's called so, baseball. Fuck, okay. The, there's a, the bad guy that shows up is called the Brainiac. And then they're fighting the Brainiac, and then halfway through the first issue, they realize that the Brainiac's here on, like... He's like, I need to recruit you because the universe is in danger, and so I'm actually the good guy here. And then Wonder Woman does her lasso, and she's like, he's telling the truth. And then you find out in issue two he was actually kind of lying, but not completely, and so apparently her whip didn't fucking catch that. <laughs> and then, wait, but he's dead at this point, because he dies at the end of the first issue. And so they're like, there's these four trees on his home planet, and they have to save the trees because they're cosmic trees or some shit, and so everyone is split off into groups, as you do. And then one group finds, it, they're in a prison tree. They're like, oh man, all these prisoners here... And they're still letting us in. Like we, there must be some really bad prisoner way at the bottom. And then they they go to the prison cell and they let the dude it's out. Batman. And like, oh, it's you! And he's like, "You can call me by the name my dad gave me, Brainiac 2. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and that is an actual fucking line in the New Justice League book, and it's like the last page <laughs> is that line. <laughs> And, and, and Scott Snyder thought he's a good writer. I, <laughs> I okay. So that's terrific. This is this is what comic books is supposed to be about. I don't want to be entertained. I want to. I want to question why I'm re- reading this garbage. It. And he's he's green and he looks so angry. He's got blonde hair. No, it's not just Brainiac 2, it's Brainiac 2.0. Oh, no. That's awful, dude. Lex Luthor's like, who the hell are you? And Batman goes, his name is Vril Drox. And he's like, yes, Batman. But you can call me by the name my father gave me. Brainiac 2.0. And I was like, oh, man. Event comics are just the fucking worst. Man, comic books are just. I, I've been uh, I've been reading um, some really old comic books. I got that uh, Marvel Unlimited access, so I went back to like Doctor Strange number one, and it's just so like I, I understand why parents used to say that stuff will rot your brain because they probably <laughs> read some pages and like this is what the heck is going on. Um, the Doctor Strange stuff especially, like they go through these different dimensions and things are never explained, and it's like. You can tell that they just, they really, they had to write something. We got to, we got to print something. And they did not care. And if it stuck, then they keep going. If it didn't work, they'd move on. Sure. Um, Like, that's actually how they came up with a lot of characters. Like, Fin Fang Foom was literally just, they're making up words and writing them down. And it's like, well, uh, that could be Asian. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Comics are, are, are a really messy medium. They are. I... I really, um, I think my favorite comics are, like, my memories are of, like, newspaper comics, and yeah. I read web comics, and it's like, I actually like these short-form things a lot more than these long-form superheroes, mm-hmm. and I'm having fun kind of catching up with that medium, and getting a little more into it, and appreciating it more, but I still, like, if I want to recommend something to somebody, I'm sending them, like, free web comics it's like oh sure. read read womp read penny arcade read uh he has a good boy read gun yeah. show you know like my all of my comic book recommendations are basically from image at this point because the non-superhero stuff can be pretty good so it's like oh man you read comics what do you want what, what do you think i should read it's like oh you need to read god country it's a six issue mini about a dude who gets a magic sword but it's really not about a dude with a magic sword because he's got a, a father with Alzheimer's. 
There's like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta fucking trust me. It's, it's fucking amazing. Is it people to fight each other? Not really. There's not a lot of fighting. There's some, but there's, it's, it's not about fighting or the sword. It's about, it's about this family dynamic that's very tense and strange because of a horrible disease. It's like I want, I want to read a comic where people fight each other. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a shame that people put Batman on a pedestal. Because it's like, if they put Batman on the cover, it'll sell. So there's no reason to put effort into what goes inside. Man, the last fucking three issues of Batman fucking sucked. It's sad. Uh, Okay, well... Let's uh, be glad. Yeah, hey, true believers, what are you glad for? I can't hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, speak Mm -hmm. up. You want to go first or should I? Um, I'll go first. I wrote okay. it down. <laughs> I don't have my notes. Mm-hmm. I didn't write any good notes. I just I ended up... Um, oops. I wrote down a good glad space. And I was like, I'll figure out the notes later. Um, Shoot. I want to recommend... A thing, I guess. Uh, maybe you should go. Okay. I'm, I've been really glad I've been watching uh, Bob Ross's A Joy of Painting on YouTube lately. And I might have done this Glad Space before. But oh, basically, okay. it's 27 minutes of a really happy, mellow dude painting pretty pictures. Largely landscapes, because he likes trees. And it's great, because he's so happy, and he's just like, this is our world, and in our world, we don't make mistakes. And if you feel bad, you, you shouldn't feel bad anymore, because... We're we're in this little world here. Look at this happy tree. He's gonna have a friend because everyone should have a friend. I hope you have a friend. I was just like, oh man, Bob Ross, you make me so happy. So if you get bored and you're like upset or you need you're feeling stressed out, you should you should YouTube a joy of painting and just fucking pick one. And and just be happy that this like dude can make a really cool painting in a half an hour, and then say really nice uplifting things while he does it. No, that's a very solid glad space. Um, I'm really not glad for anything right now. That's a that's come problematic. On, come on, camera, look around your room. You can find something. Uh, oh, you know what? I remember now. There's a uh, there's new Overwatch skins coming out next week. And that's a shitty glad space. So far, they're looking pretty good. Are they? I haven't yeah. seen any of them. There's one where Tracer has a really lesbian haircut and everybody hates it. So I'm going to get that one and use it ironically just to bother people. What's what's Tracer's lesbian haircut feel look like? Ooh, you sent me a SpongeBob picture. Ah, SpongeBob's dying like Thanos killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh like I'm an old witch. So if I Google Tracer lesbian haircut, yeah, we'll go, show go up. <laughs> yeah, type that in. Images. I'm getting people that look kind of like Tracer. A lot of <laughs> people like, oh, here's a picture of Ellen DeGeneres, so that's not what I'm looking for. The joke is she's already a lesbian. Here, I sent it I to know. you. I know. Okay, I was going to say, this is a really weird Google image search. If you're bored, everybody, Google Tracer lesbian haircut. <laughs> that- you're going to get a weird smorgasbord of stuff. <laughs> that's, that's a good glad space, too. Well, oh, that's kind of a neat tracer. I don't mind that. No, I think it's cute. And then all the comments on Twitter are how much they hate it. And it's like, okay, cool. That's my new favorite. She <laughs> looks like she belongs in a in like a, a punk band. She looks not like she in belongs the edgy in way in the shitty version I have where she's dressed like a punk rocker. Oh, boy. Is there is there a new May one? What's that look like? We haven't seen it yet. Oh, I like May. Um, I hate all her skins, though, so I'll probably hate it. Well, I mean, last year the one that they gave her was the Bumblebee, the beekeeper one. Yeah, I like that one. You have no taste. They're all dumb. You're dumb. Her her original one's the only good one. I might buy a recolor of it just just to have something different. Um, there's a the new the new uh shoot Soldier seventy six is uh where'd it go? Oh, all my stuff is disappearing. I don't. I don't care anymore. This is a terrible mm, show. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and then if you guys want to send us fan art, I guess you can't use the Facebook thing because that page doesn't work. 
I, I don't know how how to make it work. I'm I'm I feel like I'm really stupid because it's got to be obvious. Yeah, it should be. I don't know what the big deal is. So oh, thanks, Facebook. You should also follow Black Metal Cats on Twitter. Okay. It's pictures of cats and then Black Metal lyrics as their captions. It's it's fucking stupid, but it's amazing. There it is. Plus, cats are the best. Yeah, you know what? This is actually a really good Twitter. My goal is to make a black metal album and then have black metal cats use the lyrics. Yay! With a cat. That's a good goal to have. I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, but I do want to do a black metal album at some point. So, you know, there's like a slim possibility. I could just do my own fucking black metal cat. I own two cats. One is 21. I thought he was going to die last week and then he didn't because he refuses to. And then the other <laughs> one's 11 and he's an asshole. I love them both more than most people. That's my story. I just sent you a picture of a racist uh, six-year-old. How is that racist? He's wearing New Balance shoes. Oh. And that's the official shoe of the KKK. They have Z's on them. Oh, it's Zoo Balance. He's a pedophile. But... Oh. Or zoophile. I don't know. He's can, well, no, he's can, a child. Can he be so... a pedophile? He's like six. No, he that makes him a pedophile. He's into other six-year-olds. Oh, man, I don't know. That That's some legal gray area there. I feel like I am not in the right mind space to discuss that without just sounding like a horrible person. Well, good night, everybody. We stop. Good night, everybody. I love you.